Where are you today in your journey of faith? I imagine that if you're like most of us, it's uh, uh, kind of a struggle these days. Chances are your faith isn't static, which means it doesn't stay exactly the same. It doesn't stay the same good, and it doesn't stay the same bad either. It's dynamic. Uh, it, it changes. And though we'd like to think that our faith is always increasing and always on the up, 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 uh, that's probably not the way it is with you. It's certainly not the way it's been um, with me. The, the truth is our faith is just that, it's faith. And that means that there are ups and downs. There are times of up when things are the mountaintop experiences and there are times of down when we're in the valley. Um, hopefully, as we grow spiritually, the ups will be a little bit higher and more consistent and the downs will be maybe not quite so low and maybe fewer and farther between. Um, and then something happens. You know, something happens like we lose our job or our family breaks up or a, a loved one or a close friend uh, passes away or dies suddenly. Um, or maybe say a worldwide pandemic. Um, all of those things uh, test our faith, and it's, it's like uh, just something that overwhelms us for a while, and uh, to, to not have that affect us would, would be to not be human. Um, we live by faith, not by sight. One day, we'll be able to see the throne in the distance as we worship God for eternity, but that day is not today. And so we see that throne. We see our God, but with eyes of faith. And so because we live by faith and not by sight, that means sometimes we, it, it's tough. Um, not all the time, but, but sometimes. Uh, this is one of those times, I think, for a lot of us. Um, and, and for most of us, I think, it's not that these experiences have caused us to no longer have any faith at all. That's typically not the way it is. As we struggle, maybe we just feel like uh, our faith is, uh, is, is just that. It's struggling. It's being tested. Uh, it's taking some hits. It's not that we no longer believe, uh, but it's, it's just that we're, we're struggling. If you've known me for a while, if you've heard me preach for a while or teach, then you know that one of my favorite stories is found in Mark chapter 9. And one of my favorite Bible characters is this father uh, that Mark records this story about with Jesus and with his disciples um, in Mark 9, beginning at verse 14. Uh, Jesus comes along up to him, and, and he sees his disciples, and he sees some of the other Jewish uh, leaders and people, and, and they're arguing, and he asks them, what, what's going on? What's the matter? Uh, and, and this man, it seems, has a son, and his son has a, is possessed by an evil spirit, and it causes him to throw himself down, to almost like seizures kind of things, to foam at the mouth, to, mouth to gnash his teeth. And so the father came to the disciples of Jesus, probably just as he had come to a lot of others, and asked for their help. And they tried to cast the demon out, but, but they couldn't. And I think as we read this passage, it frustrates Jesus a little bit. And so Jesus says in verse 19, of Mark chapter 9, you unbelieving generation, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. 
When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, Jesus said, everything is possible for the one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed in verse 24, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. I think this father captures us. He captures us in our faith because it's not that we don't believe. It's not that we've given up, but it's that we're struggling. And, and we have that uh, difficult line that we are on and trying to go one way or the other. And it's that line between belief and unbelief. Uh, between a strong and healthy faith and trust in the Lord and a, and a faith that is uh, wavering a bit, a faith that is questioning, a faith that is doubting. We haven't given up. We haven't lost sight of God. I think Job is a great example of someone who is just like this father. He asked the questions that sometimes we want to ask, and God was okay with that, and he's okay with our questions too. Questions such as, why is there still such horrible racial injustice in our country? Um, horrible. Uh, questions like, why, why haven't you stopped this, this coronavirus, this novel coronavirus that's uh, ravaging our communities and our nation and our world? Um, why aren't people, leaders, others uh, acting uh, with, with better sense on all sides of the political spectrum? Um, why aren't they doing more? Why aren't you doing more, God, we might ask? And it's these words that the father expresses here, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief. The story continues as Mark records it and Jesus heals this boy and gives him back to his father. In fact, it's such an incredible experience that some people thought after Jesus healed him that he was dead, but Jesus raises uh, him up, uh, picks him up and and, and the boy is very much alive and healed and cleansed. And the father's faith is stronger than ever, I'm sure. But, but we don't hear that part of the story. And I think it's because Mark has in mind this part right here. Verse 24, this verse that says, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. I know that these are difficult times for many. And for some, it's a whole lot worse than for others. But for all of us, we're very much aware of the difficulties around us. And we look to the heavens and we pray to God, how long will you let this go on? How long will you keep from acting? Um, and that's a question that God has been asked a lot. Um, and he's okay with that. Um, what he's not okay with is, is us as if we act like we don't care and it doesn't concern us. And, and that our God isn't big enough to handle the tough questions. He is. He is. He knows what's in our hearts. He knew what was in this boy, this father's heart. And when the man said, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief, it didn't take Jesus by surprise at all, I think. He knew the father was there. He knew right where he was. And he knew that it was because he had seen his son suffer so, so much. And he thought maybe these disciples can help and they couldn't. And so when he comes to Jesus, he asks that question. Look, if you can do anything, please help me if you can. And I think Jesus is a bit upset, again, frustrated. 
If you can, haven't, haven't you seen and heard what I've done? Of course I can. If you believe, it'll be done for you. And the man honestly responds, oh, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. And so as you struggle with your faith, as you go through those times when things make sense and other times when things don't quite make sense, read Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 27. Identify with this father. Uh, recognize that you haven't given up on your faith and God hasn't given up on you, just as Jesus didn't give up on this, this, this uh, father or his disciples. And so let this man's words be your words. Let his prayer be our prayer. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. May God help you and bless you and strengthen you as you go on your own journey of faith.